주하르디오 Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jabberin Podcast. How are you all faring out there? Having fun? This is a bonus little Friday episode. Did not think I was going to do one today, but I kind of really fucking felt like it. Um, bunch of new music dropped today, so I checked out a bunch this morning. We'll get into that later on. And a whole bunch of fucking new COVID news and shit's been happening today. So, Jesus Christ, let's get it out. Let's talk about it. How you guys been faring in your neck of the woods, wherever you are in the world? Hope you're doing good. I've had a pretty good week. I'm kind of on holidays at the moment, so I've uh, been potting around, doing shit around the house, even though there's been thunderstorms and shit. I fucking have been building this um, garden bed around my swimming pool, like I promised the wife I would do, so I'm actually doing it, ticking those kinds of boxes. And uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. I'm trying to get this big fucking jungle wall. All the way around my swimming pools. Yeah, 20, 25 meter long fucking garden bed. Excuse me. But I really want this fucking just tropical vibe going on. You know, I've got a big ass wall. Just a big limestone fucking wall. I mean, it looks great, but, you know, I'd rather see some plants and some life and shit. So, yeah. In the next few weeks, get to drop a couple of thousand bucks on plants. Fun times. You know, you can always go the option of just buying the fucking... Little seedlings, and then you know, maybe ten years from now, I'll have an effective fucking garden, jungle wall, or whatever. But I'd rather pay the money and shortcut a bunch of years off that, get some more established plants and shit. But it's gonna be cool. I'll put out photos on Instagram and shit when it's done, because uh, right now it just looks like garbage. I'm not the best bricklayer in the world, guys. It's one of those things, you know, with all fucking home renovations and shit. Like I'm just that idiot that thinks I can do a hell of a lot of it himself. And I can, I kind of get it done, but Jesus Christ, it takes fucking ages, there's a lot of swearing, there's a lot of fucking getting fed up, kicking things and shit like that, but then at the end of the day, I feel satisfied. So as much as I hate it, I do fucking love it as well, it just is what it is, guys. Anyway, that's been going on, and it was my dad's 60th birthday, shout out dad, it was his 60th birthday yesterday. Uh, you know, we all chipped in and got him some barbecue shit and, you know, the stuff that you do. We had a bit of a party last night. Didn't hang around too long. Had to leave kind of early. Uh, but yeah, it's fucking, fucking fun. It's weird seeing the old man get old and just sort of kind of give up on any aspirations in life. You know, he's at that age where he's just, you know, he's retired. He, he he's, his body's fucked up from working. He can't do anything anymore. He's Joints are all fucked. He can barely ride a motorcycle, which is like the love of his life uh, because of all the joints in his hands. He doesn't really have the grip strength anymore. Um, but he keeps on fooling himself into thinking he can do it, you know? Like, he realized that his joints were fucked. He couldn't ride his motorcycles anymore. He left his clubs and all that sort of shit and uh, sold all his bikes. And then a couple of months passed and he was like, fuck it, and bought himself a new bike and, uh, I don't know, he just likes starting in the driveway just to show people how fucking obnoxiously loud this thing is. Ah, it is what it is. I'm not a big bike guy, but fucking Curtis is. And he just bought himself a new bike as well. Um, so shout out Curtis and his uh, new bicycle. Motor bicycle, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, um, my dad's got a bunch of friends and they're all in like weird industries and, you know, they do all weird sorts of bits and bobs. Um, one of his buddies got him a, uh, a round on a flight simulator, 
like a proper fucking commercial pilot's flight simulator for his birthday. So my dad was showing me all this video of him in the cockpit of this fucking fake thing, flying, you know, different routes. You know, he got to take off from Perth, do a bit of a lap, land back in Perth. And, you know, my dad's British, so he, he got to do a whole bunch of stuff around England. And then he, you know, he was, he was in the thing for like an hour and a half. I'm sure you don't, you know, do the whole thing, you know, in a flight simulator. Like, oh, yeah, let's, let's do the simulation from Perth to Hong Kong. I don't think it's eight hours long. I'm pretty sure there's a whole chunk in the middle there that they can just truncate out of that experience because it's pretty fucking boring. And uh, even if you do take out that part of it, you're, it's like a commercial jet. So this is a huge airplane and there's no fun tricks or anything that you're doing on this flight simulator. You're literally just landing responsibly, right? And I don't know how fucking fun that is. I mean, the thing looked amazing. Like, the, the footage from inside this cockpit is fucking crazy. You know, you've got the 180-degree view of all the screens around, and it legitimately feels like you're in a fucking airplane. Um, but it's, you know, not a fun airplane. It's a boring airplane. That's like doing a fucking... You know how sometimes people get, like, the race car experience and they go and do the track or whatever? That's like going in a taxi cab. To have an experience, you know, oh, simulate fucking dropping people off or whatever. Uh, I don't know. It wasn't cool fighter jet shit. Like, it would have been way cooler if you had these flight simulators where it's like a fucking, like, uh, a f like, like, like you're a fighter, fighter pilot, like trying to land on a fucking aircraft carrier out at sea or something like that. That's exciting. You blow up and you fail or uh, whatever. I mean, the only exciting thing you could really do in a commercial jetliner is maybe. I don't know, use the simulator to go back to 2000 and hit one of the trade center buildings or something. I don't know. There could be something to add some excitement into it instead of just landing responsibly. But yeah, it looked fucking cool. Dad had a good time. Yeah, happy birthday, Dad. 60th, whatever. He doesn't fucking know what a podcast is, so whatever. I'm just saying happy birthday to the wind. It is what it is. Anyway, that's been my week, guys, until, I mean, like, t t all this shit that's been going on in Australia, and, you know, the world's eyes are on Australia right now for how we're um, handling this pandemic bullshit, because um, we're not handling it very well, and we're taking the military-forced approach, like, as in our police have just become not so much to protect and serve the community, but to... Um, literally just protect government and whatever government says. They just fucking hired guns at this point. And uh, it's getting pretty fucking wild. If you know nothing about what's going on in Australia, check out like rebelnews.com.au or whatever. Guy Avi does a fucking great job giving you the real story of what's going on. And as bad as it looks to the rest of the world, it's even worse when you see what's really going on. Because <laughs> they're like trying to polish this in all kinds of ways on the mainstream media and it's just disgusting it's absolutely fucking disgusting so i woke up today um to a news article coming out um talking about uh little old perth here and there's a study that's been done that's saying you know what uh, to get our vaccination numbers up a little bit because we're slow to get the vaccine here in perth because we've been so effective at keeping coronavirus out like how the fuck do you motivate people to get a vaccine against a virus that doesn't exist within a thousand kilometers in each direction. 
more than that, right? We have zero coronavirus at all here in this state, yet we need to fucking get to this 80% arbitrary fucking whatever vaccination rate with this experimental vaccine that I understand people have questions about. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I'm also not a pro-vaxxer because the jury's still out. And if you're a pro anything, if you're a pro-vaccine guy or, or or girl or anything, if you're like really, really pro-vaccine, we've got to do it. Are you pro-vaccine because of the like medical data or just because of the politics behind it? Because we don't know yet. Anybody that claims to know is wrong. The time will tell and you've got to give us time to make up our mind on this one. Um, you can't be forcing it. So a study came out saying to get our rates fucking up to where they need to be so more people are getting vaccinated so we can... Do whatever. We're not in lockdown or anything. So, you know, it's just really to open up travel and other people wanting to come in and out of this state. Um, it's way more effective to get people vaccinated to just keep stripping their freedoms, right? That's what this study said. It said, like, it was comparing, like, a cash incentive to just sheer tyranny. And it's like, you know what? The tyranny works. It's like, no fucking shit, Right? If I wanted to boost my podcast numbers and have more of you guys uh, check out this podcast and I had the power to say, you know what, you're not allowed to go grocery shopping unless you listen to this podcast, I'm pretty sure I'll get a big rise in my numbers, right? It's a disgusting thing to do, but of course it fucking works. Of course. Anything that's like threatening someone's livelihood is going to be effective at getting them to do whatever the fuck you want them to do, right? But, it, I don't know, I don't know what kind of weird fucking experiment that we're doing over here, or the world's doing right now, um, but I don't think it's going to go very well. Um, so, that's happening over here in the West, where they're like literally, literally saying to the government, you know what, you should start restricting people's freedoms a little bit more in order to boost your political agenda numbers, or whatever, that sort of shit, vaccine numbers, rather than education, right? Or um, trying to develop public confidence another sort of way. Like there is so many of us. And I say us because I am in this camp that I might not be completely opposed to the vaccine, but I'm fucking opposed to people forcing me to do fucking anything, right? And as soon as it's forced on me, my instincts are just to say, fuck you. No, 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 no. I just have to, that, that's, that's the spirit that made this country good, it's the spirit that made the West the fucking powerhouse of awesomeness that it is, is that individual fucking freedom thing, right? And that's important to me, believe it or not. And that's important to a lot of people out there. So to just sort of rule them off, like this is, this is the, the slippery slope that we're all fucking really sort of, um, we're dancing around right now. We're on the tip of that slippery slide and we don't know how we're going to go with it. This is because we're trying to start dehumanizing people that aren't vaccinated and it's as soon as you start fucking dehumanizing um someone you can devalue them and you can justify treating them like shit and that's disgusting that's what is kind of going on we could see it it's sort of happening fucking over in melbourne today it was just um announced that um if you're an essential worker and you you're still working and stuff like that like i've got friends that are still working over in melbourne um, because they're essential workers, they've got 
pretty much two weeks to get their vaccine, right? And guys, I know a lot of people that are, that are vaccinated, a lot of people that aren't vaccinated, a lot of people that have questions, a lot of people that just don't ask questions or, or whatever. And it's strange to me to think that, like, or to see that, that these friends of mine that are a little bit hesitant about getting the vaccine are not dumb people. We're not talking about just fucking air-breathing idiots. It seems like the air-breathing idiots are the guys that are just accepting everything that the government's telling them. People that actually look into it and think about it, they come up with different ideas. I know there's confirmation bias anywhere you look on the internet, etc., etc. But I'm talking about people that are way above average in intelligence. They got questions. They want to take their time. They might be losing their job in two fucking weeks uh, because of this thing. Uh... It's it's crazy. It's that blackmail thing. It's going to work and they, they're going to do it. And at some point, we might just all have to admit that you fucking win this round, hey? They win this round. Got to get vaccinated with this experiment fucking and, and just get it done just so we can continue living. But if we do just put our hands up and say you fucking win this round, guys, let's just please remember how heinous this is and let's not get let it go too long until they start taking these um let's not let them take any more powers and let's try and make sure they give some of them fucking back because we don't want it to be like this in the future or something like that i don't know fucking the that fucking idiot gladys chick that was the um the what is she the premier of new south wales she just resigned today because she was corrupt and has breached the fucking public trust with a relationship with another MP and was giving grants to different things in the background so she's under investigation and her resignation was fucking pathetic it was fucking her pretending to be all upset that oh we all slip up sometimes I've always acted with integrity and shit like that it's like, and she doesn't want to resign but she is resigning she feels she's forced to resign because th these people don't understand that that's a fucking breach of everything that you swore not to do, right? You're supposed to be open, honest, you're a public figure. That means everything in your life is up for scrutiny from the public, right? Because we have to trust you to fucking give us our jobs, right? This is the chick that, that ran New South Wales and didn't do a very good job at the start of, a, of the Delta outbreak and shit like that. She didn't do a good job of it, right? And it went rampant, it spread into Victoria, and now that's all fucked up, and it's gone through the way. And finally, our, our federal government, all of Australia, is starting to admit, you know what? We might just have to live with this virus now. It's all because of her fucking failures. She should have resigned for that. But instead, she's like kicking and screaming, resigning because she was fucking having a private affair with another MP or some shit and throwing out weird grants to like weird fucking like clay shooting associations and stuff like that like fuck you 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 should you are not qualified to be in the public sphere like that especially being the head of a fucking state and in control of people's livelihoods the way they are it's disgusting all the rats should be drowned right when it comes to government it's pretty fucked up so she's resigned today They've announced these fucking vaccine um, mandates for all workers that are all... And this is the scary language that they use, guys. Authorized workers. So these are the people that were like essential workers. So while everybody else was locked down, stay at home, 
they still have an essential service to, to provide, so they are allowed to continue working, right? Once you're not locked down, I'm pretty sure they're going to start swinging it so that everybody needs authorization to work. And so your vaccine passport will not only let you travel or, um, I don't know, maybe go into an aged care facility, stuff that's kind of reasonable. It's going to be fucking going down to pick up a pack of smokes. It's going to be fucking actually get a job. It's going to be everything in fucking life is going to be based on you having this vaccine passport or not. And I don't know if you're for it, fuck you. Like that's, that's insane. Like that's all I can really say. If you're really for this fucking draconian control measure, um, you, 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 you're drawing a line in the sand. You're drawing the line in the sand. Not me. I'm saying you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's just fucking what it is. Anyway, guys, I've always said it. It's, it's got to be one fucking day or at least a, a nice stretch of a couple of weeks. We don't have to talk about the fucking pandemic and the way it's affecting us, but shit's just taken off like crazy here in Australia right now. So what you going to do? We got to talk about it. We got to try and keep a level head as long as this podcast of mine exists. I can let my voice out and the four or five people, uh, who listen to it can um, make up their own minds. And at least it's something, it's a bit of a record because uh, if you discuss anything to do with anti-vax or anything like that, or just have questions about the vaccine, if you just got questions about the vaccine, you can get kicked off YouTube now. That came out last week as well, right? So they're shutting down anyone's video on YouTube that is providing any counter argument to the government narrative remind you of any bullshit fucking um, communist China country in Asia or anything like that? Well, I said China, but you know what I mean. Those people are fucked up. They have shit lives. <laughs> we, we don't want to be like that. So, But, you know, it, it just fucking is what it is, guys. So, yes. Cheers to not being shut down. I'm going to have another drink because I can have this podcast come out because I host it all myself and do whatever I want fucking what it is but anyway on to new music new music that was released today <laughs> actually before we get into the new music guys mm, um i did say that i had some like interviews and stuff coming up recently or coming up soon and they they were coming up and they didn't happen and uh a, a lot all these artists that i get on for interviews like really appreciate it it's really cool chatting to them they show me cool music. It is what it is, you know? And I don't know if their style of music is really what you guys want to be listening to or anything like that. I don't know. Hit me up. Let me know. We can tailor them. We can make, you know, those segments more bent towards the heavier prog side of music or more, definitely not country, but you know, whatever, whatever. I like to spread it out. I have a pretty diverse music taste myself, right? But check this out. So I suppose have this interview with this guy from Stockholm. And uh, the way it works through his manager and stuff like that, the communication just kind of sucked. I was sick. I had to miss it. It rescheduled. Didn't happen. I was sitting here on Zoom waiting for him. He didn't come, right? And I'm kind of glad he didn't. This guy's name was um, Rasmus Hagen. And uh, the reason I'm glad he didn't, because I would have been stuck in a bit of an awkward position. I want you guys to try and help me out a little bit on this. Because here's my awkward position. The guy seems pretty cool. Seems like he's got a good following of music. He's got good production behind him. Very pop style sort of Ed Sheeran-y kind of music, right? Fine. But um, 
obviously, when I'm preparing for these interviews, I do a lot of research, I listen to a lot of music of theirs, I do whatever I need to do to have valid questions and make it a fucking, you know, just not a fucking out of the blue, oh yeah, tell us who you are and what you do sort of thing, you know? I want to have a little bit of insight. Um, and so this Rasmus Hagen guy on Spotify, uh, his most popular song, it's got tons of spins. It's got like fucking 60 something, 65 million spins on Spotify. Pretty big, pretty good. Good for you, Rasmus. Really, really cool. Check that out along with his new singles and his new albums and, you know, listen to a couple of hours worth of his music. Not all of it falls into this category, but some of it does. And I just want to see if you guys, I just want to show you guys, I'm not going to say anything. I just want to see if you guys can hear what my problem would have been and how, how awkward it might have been for me to talk to, to this dude about his music. So here is um, a song, not by him, uh, but here's a song from 2011 by Ed Sheeran, a little chunk of it, right? Have a listen to this, right? You all know this song, right? White lips, pale face, breathing in snowflakes, burnt lungs is our taste. Lights gone, days end, struggling to pay rent, long nights, strange men. All right. Now, it, that song was 2011. Uh, Rasmus brought out this song that you're about to hear next um, in 2019. See if you can hear where, where, where my problem might have been interviewing this guy. See what I'm getting at? Right? Ah, I don't know. Could I have just, I could have done a whole interview just asking about the choices in those melodies right there. But it is what it is. Let, 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 let me know what you think. Would that have been awkward? I don't know. But I, I still fucking, not, not trying to call this guy out. Please go check out his music for himself, uh, yourself, Rasmus Hagen on Spotify. It's got a lot of cool pop sort of stuff. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but, you know, that, I don't know, it kind of felt like a deal breaker to me, but it is what it is. Let's get on to the real music that I wanted to talk about, stuff that was released today. Um, i got a couple I want to talk about. Uh, first one, just because it was interesting, and it's not a style of music we've talked about before at all on this podcast, and we've gone all over the fucking shop on this podcast. Um the band is called, or the band or the artist, I'm not too sure sometimes, guys. Um, uh, it's called Marlin's Dreaming. Marlin's Dreaming. Uh, and the album's called Haston. Haston, H-A-S-T-E-N. And it's like very hard to explain what kind of music this is. It's dulcet, it's chilled, it's slow. And everything that I'm saying right now does not take away at all from its musicality because there's some very interesting things in there musically. So it's got this like dull set, cool acoustic guitar sort of thing, but just like the interesting choices of notes that sometimes almost even feel like out of tune because of the dissonance that they're using in there, right? 
It just feels like that, that, that was a weird choice to make. There's just weirdness all the way through it, but it works. It's cool. I want you guys to check out this album and let me know what you think of it. Because I think it's, there's something to it. It's as awkward as it sounds sometimes. Like it's fucking got this beauty of, um, of depth and soul and like just quirkiness. It's a, it's a quirky fucking album. But like I said, it's it's in this kind of kind of tone that like you can you can just put it on. You don't have to be super engaged listening to it. It's not going to really fucking demand your attention too much, but it will catch your attention every now and then by just having a weird note in there. Just a weird note. You're like, fuck, I didn't see that note coming. Don't know how I feel about that note. But then it just continues. It's cool. I dig that sort of stuff. Stuff that just takes me by surprise every now and then, but doesn't annoy me or make me just go, ugh, it doesn't do that. Although it makes you go, huh? You know, they're two completely different noises, guys. Ugh, and huh? That's interest and disgust, right? They're very, very different, all right? But yeah, check it out, guys. Marlon's Dreaming. I'm pretty sure all this album was written with a collab um, with someone named Sophie something or other. Like, the surname was like hyphenated, probably like 20 characters. So I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. But yeah, so it was a collab between Marlon's Dreaming and Sophie XYZ. And it sounds really fucking cool. Got pretty decent production in it. Uh, but like I said, it's, it's not about the production. It's about like the weird guitar tone and the weird choices of, of notes and fucking I dig it it's interesting I'm gonna listen to it again after this podcast to see if it grows on me or you know it was just a a one-time effect you know how that happens sometimes where like something goes wow oh fucking yeah that sounded wicked I love it and you listen to it again and it's like it just doesn't have the magic it might be in that category I'm not too sure I'll, I'll check it out and if it's you know we'll talk about it next time who cares whatever but anyway the next one I want to talk about is from a little local band here in Perth, um, a band called Pond. And I'm pretty sure I've seen Pond live before. I can't fucking a long time ago. But the name definitely rings a bell. And, you know, maybe I've seen them at the jam rooms, uh, the hen house or something like that, rehearsing or something. I don't know. But I've definitely heard of Pond. Definitely know them. Never really got into their music i can't really remember it but they got a new album out it's called nine literally just the digit nine and it's sick it's a great little fucking album guys please check this one out this one's a high recommendation from me all right i really really reckon you guys uh might like this one it's kind of like that psychedelic indie rock sort of vibe where it's kind of you got that blend between acoustic-y analog sort of instruments. I say analog, I mean like actual guitars, drums, stuff like that, vocals. Um, and then you've got this huge electronic aspect to it as well. So you get a lot of synth, you get a lot of um, just psychedelic sounds, you get a lot of effects on those otherwise analog things or acoustic things, you know, voice, you know. Uh, I like it. It was really, really cool, guys. It's got a great energy, a fun fucking energy. This is like a... Hip hop happening, fucking poppy, fucking dance, and you know, jive and whatever album, without being too contrived, which is rare to do. It's hard to do, uh, but this this sits in a really really cool pocket of that sort of it's it's grimy and gritty, but also very pleasant and happy at the same time. It's really really cool. That's what this psychedelic rock sort of movement's happening, and we're seeing it happen quite a lot, especially with Perth bands. You know, we've got fucking Tame Impala, they're like that. Um, 
we got fucking the psychedelic porn crumpets. They're like that. Um, but, you know, there's a spectrum within that genre, obviously. And these guys are somewhere on the spectrum um, that's not as, I don't know, ethereal and atmospheric. But they're not as riffy as the porn crumpets would be. Porn crumpets, very, very riffy. Tame Impala, a bit more um, textual, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Something like that. If you, This is broad fucking strokes, guys. Broad strokes. But they're somewhere right in the fucking middle with an extra ingredient of, like, fun and pop to it, right? I don't know. Really liked the album. The album's called Nine uh, by Pond. And, uh, yeah, they're local dudes here in Perth. So if you are here in Perth, listen to this podcast and they're doing a show anywhere around, buy yourselves some fucking tickets and go see them. I probably will. Why not? What else is there to do in this godforsaken town of ours? Nah, they're joking. It's pretty cool here. Anyway, I didn't. I don't really have anything prepared for you guys music-wise at the end of this episode. Because like I said, I didn't think I was going to do one. But you know what? I got the... F- Let me try and move some of the shit out of here. Let me... um. Let me just turn on this loop station and see what sounds I have. I'm not going to put too much into this, but let's just have a little fucking jam on this loop, eh? Why not? Let's do that. All right. I might have to... Um, no, I don't have to plug anything in, but I also really don't want to fucking leave my mic hot because I kind of want to hear everything as well, so I'll turn the mic off. So, guys, if you've got any recommendations for me, uh, Music-wise, topic-wise, anything like that, you know how to hit me up. Scott at thejamroom.com.au is the email address. All the other stuff's in the um, description of this podcast. Uh, use them. Check them out. Have yourselves a fantastic week. Play some music. I'll be jamming. No, I won't be jamming. I'll be rehearsing tomorrow. Big difference, guys. <coughs> so that'd be fun. That means uh, I should probably practice a bunch of shit this afternoon. Fun times, hey guys? Yeah, anyway, this is the Jam Room Podcast. Have a great week, you all. Let's have a little silly jam here. I'm just going to turn this mic off and start playing any old nonsense. And I'll uh, I'll chat to you guys on Monday or whatever. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye.
Bye.